Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbelay, and today, why didn't I study chemistry at university? When I was a student, I got probably the best marks in chemistry. And I got good marks in chemistry because I appreciate that chemistry was really about fudging results. It wasn't about getting exactly the right result, it was about finding a focused approximation that could lead you towards the right result. And in understanding this, I became the regional champion of titration. Now, titration is a chemical process where you find a chemical equilibrium based on a colour change within a fluid, and you then approximate the number of moles of a particular chemical that is in the fluid. And through this experimentation, through this fudging method of uh, close approximation around a variety of points, I became able to test titration to the resolution that the grading machine gave. And if I hadn't gone sick, I think I probably would have represented Australia in the Chemistry Olympiad for titration. I would have been a Chemistry Olympian for titration. However, because I was sick, I didn't get to compete in the national finals, and I never made it on to the Chemistry Olympics. A friend of mine who was uh, my, I don't know, I guess Olympian partner, did, however, make it to, I think, Stockholm, where the Chemistry Olympics were held. I sent her a box of Tim Tams, which are a particular kind of Australian biscuit, or as they'd call it in the US, an Australian cookie. I think I probably might have mentioned her in a short funk previously. If I didn't, we'll return to that at some other short funk recording. So I had the skills to at least achieve good levels of titration through chemistry. And I also had the marks through chemistry. And I also was quite fascinated by organic chemistry. But through this period of time as well, I started working in a physics institution, and a number of the old physicists gave me their old chemistry textbooks. In fact, I hold on to these books to this day. They are prized possessions of mine. They're primarily prized possessions because they were written prior to the vast, never-ending war on drugs that occurred in the late 1960s. So these chemistry textbooks of the early to mid-1960s contained extensive sections associated with creating chemistry that would soon become illegal. And it's quite a curious window into what went on through chemistry through that period of time that I guess what was appealing to university students was their ability to make vast quantities of LSD and amphetamines and various other things, while also undertaking chemistry programs. Now, at the same time as I've alluded to, a variety of my friends, because in large part it was decriminalised in the area I was from, were strong advocates associated with cannabis. I wasn't a cannabis user. However, I was part of various social circles that had kind of extended groupings in this area. And I knew what cannabis plants looked like, and I knew what cannabis plants looked like when they were smoked and smelt like and all that other kind of stuff. Cannabis was certainly pretty omnipresent through my late teens, but it was the social networks that were created, which I guess would have been there irrespective of whether or not cannabis was present, that I was a part of. I mean, this was just, you know, my school networks, basically. Through this period of time, I befriended a fellow who was the son of a union leader, and I befriended him because primarily he was beaten up at a local shopping centre, and I was the student representative at the time, 
So I had to represent this fellow and the injuries that he had sustained at the local shopping centre, which in turn caused me to be suspended from school, although I refused to be suspended from school, which created a wide variety of ebbs and flows through this period of time. Anyway, this fellow was quite closely connected with... Well, after cannabis was decriminalised, it was kind of a strange thing because you could still get vast quantities of cannabis. Like, it wasn't... You know, what was decriminalised was small quantities and also cultivation in small quantities. But the larger quantities of cannabis and the drug dealers associated with this and what have you had to diversify through this period of time because I guess their low-end, you know, whatever, participants were no longer actively seeking drugs, or at least not through their, you know, collections of illegal dealers. So there was a progressive movement towards just generally harder and more curious stuff. And I realised through this period of time, particularly because my chemistry results and, you know, me being particularly successful through the Chemistry Olympiad and all this other kinds of stuff, had drawn the attention of some of these folks... And through this period of time, I realized that there was a kind of darker element, a kind of heavily armed, darker element, which in large part came through a series of stories of, you know, long-term residential dealers having their, you know, pets killed and houses shot up and all this kind of stuff. And I just thought this is probably a really bad scene to be involved with. And I don't really need university-level chemistry in order to, you know, do what I need to do. Basically, I was already writing antiviral software for the Australian government, and I didn't really need to do chemistry at university. Plus, I also had this amazing inroad through these physicists. So I thought, well, why don't I do physics at university, which is what I ended up doing, aside from a substantial amount of philosophy as well. And this is the short version of why I never continued to pursue chemistry. I am fascinated by chemistry, though, and certainly in my later life, I've taken a great interest, particularly in the eccentricities of uh, the current circumstance in California and how one moves, like, grey water into consumable water again. So I don't foresee any major experimentation occurring (laughs) or any substantial explosions, but it is something that interests me, and no doubt it's something probably that will be pursued and discussed in further short funk recordings. I'm Tom Barbelay in San Jose, not doing any chemistry, signing out.